Hey there, welcome to the Doing Good Business Podcast, hosted by Kelly Stewart, business strategist helping companies to do good in all aspects of their business, and me, Laura Heacock, a leadership coach helping professionals bring kindness into business. Doing Good Business is a podcast for leaders who want to bring their whole selves to work and create companies that make a real difference in the world. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Doing Good Business. Uh, We're going to do another special episode this week. And if you were paying attention, last week I was our special guest. And this week we've got Kelly Stewart. I'm so happy to be here, Laura. We are so happy to have you here on the Doing Good Business podcast. So obviously our audience knows you as my amazing co-host. You are also the founder and creator of The Positive Business. Um, So Kelly, tell us a little bit about The Positive Business and and what that really means. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The Positive Business is really, it exists for anyone who believed, and like me and others, that there's a better way to do business. And so it's really about sharing the uh, practices, the strategies, the resources, and the knowledge that help people to really embrace the new business mindset. Hmm, Awesome. So when we think about that new business mindset, like Mm -hmm. what does that actually mean when you say, you know, when I think of of mindset, I think about, okay, so there's the school of thought that talks about, you know, positive thinking Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So what does that mean in the business world, the business mindset? Okay. So the business mindset today is one, and it's, it's just growing exponentially, is that A concern for people and planet can coexist with an ambition for profits. And I'd love to say that that is mine, but that is actually John Elkington's Hmm. quote and um, something that he's been doing for probably more than 25 years now. And he's a really well-known sustainability expert. So the models are proven out Hmm. there. But I think that that's the most succinct way to talk about the mindset. That's the business mindset. The personal mindset, because every company has people working inside. It is. It, it inside, turns out they're made up right? of people. <laughs> exactly. You know. Um, so the people, when you pair that with a positive mindset, which says that you know we're going to build on what works, we're going to look for opportunities that benefit others, not mm-hmm. just our company, and we're going to stay true to our values. That's where you're starting to bring in a lot of the positive aspects, so like mm-hmm. kindness, treating mm-hmm. our people kindly, having compassion, um, you know, managing our resources, and even just adopting that just because we can. It does doesn't mean we should mm-hmm. mindset, which has gotten a lot of companies in trouble. Yeah, just because we can gouge our clients doesn't mean that we should. <laughs> exactly. Just because we can, I'll use your favorite example. Just because we can. Eh. open fake accounts right doesn't mean doesn't we, mean should, we should. should just to meet our sales quotas just because we can dump chem- chemicals nearby right. you know a community of uh, where people are living doesn't mean we should yeah right just because we can jettison our plastic into the um, oceans doesn't mm-hmm. mean we should awesome Awesome. So Kelly, tell us, tell me how Mm -hmm. your work, your work as a positive business consultant, how do you impact organizations? Do you find that you're largely going in as like a turnaround expert when Mm -hmm. things are are maybe not going so great? Or do you find that it's companies that are already thinking this way Mm -hmm. and just want to know how to take it to the next level? It's the latter. It's almost always the the companies that are already of this mindset and they are looking for expertise and they're looking for 
how do I do this, right? Mm. And so in a lot of ways, they're similar to me in that they've known all along there's been a better way to do business, but it's not what was taught. If you look in MBA programs 15 years ago, 20, 25 years ago, these were not things that were being taught. I didn't learn it in grad school. I got my MBA in 2004, and not any concept of this was even on the horizon. Exactly. In fact, in some programs, like if you're going to be an accountant or a CPA, you know, a lot of the, the bigger MBA programs, they actually reward you for looking for the loophole. Oh, wow. Right? They reward you for saying, so here's the set of circumstances. Yeah. Now find how we can get around that, mm. right? And um, that's been a prevailing paradigm, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and along with we're just in this business to make money, the mm-hmm. other prevailing paradigm. So I think those are the things that have changed. But I always um, deeply respect the fact that a lot of what people have learned that have made them successful in business today, right? They don't have to throw away all of it, right? right. This is just adding to it. Mm-hmm. And so I am looking for those business owners and company leaders who are like, we're, we're evolving. We yeah. know something is going on. We hear a lot of talk about purpose, right? We hear a lot of talk about sustainability. And there's a lot of disruptive technologies or business models out there. And we want to be a part of it. We just don't know how. Mm. And, and they want to do it efficiently, yeah. right? They, they they probably could look into it themselves and mm-hmm. spend the next year and a half coming up to speed with everything. Yep. But, you know, they're, they're looking for that um, efficiency in what they can do and effectiveness in what they can do because it's different for every company yeah. in the markets that they serve. Well, and I think that you bring such a good point up. You know, everybody, there's you can always DIY anything, right? Yes. And it will probably take you three to five times as long as, you know, bringing someone like Kelly in to say, okay, Mm -hmm. great, in your market, these are the trends in good business. This is what we're seeing in the Mm -hmm. realm of sustainability. This is what we're seeing uh, when it talks about mission statements and profits or Mm -hmm. or, um, values and things like that in the organization. So Mm -hmm. let's look at what's already happening out there. You've already done the research. You can come in and and make an immediate impact. So it's a a quicker turnaround to getting some of these concepts in practice. Yes, absolutely. And there is really a lot that people can do. You know, um, we've joked about this before, but, and I may have even shared it on a previous episode. I was speaking to somebody one time and when we started to talk about the environment, because he was asking me questions about what I do. And he's like, well, that doesn't really pertain to me because I don't have a manufacturing company. And it left me really thinking, well, then, but is your company on this planet? Right, right, right. So people think, oh, I'm not moving. I don't own my building. There's really not a lot I can do. And I get to bring them the happy news that there is. There's so much. There's a lot they can do. There's such, and such small things. You know, we always talk about small steps. And I'll give the example. My husband and I went to a movie on Saturday, brand new movie theater. You know, one of the beautiful ones, reclining seats. They had food, they had a bar, all this kind of stuff. And I had my water bottle after the movie, and I'm looking around. Not a single recycling container in this brand new movie theater. And I was like, well, now I'm going to take this home with me so that I can recycle it. But just that would be a small step that this organization that is a smaller movie theater parent Mm -hmm. company Mm -hmm. could do. I'm sure the township that it's in has recycling facilities. It's, you know, a major metropolitan area. But thinking along those lines, and you know, you and I always talk about doing small steps, like this person that said, well, I'm not in manufacturing. <laughs> okay, and do you have recycling facilities in your office? Do right. you have, you know, uh, ethical shredder, recycled papers that you're using in your printers, exactly. things like that? Right. You know, it's about expanding your horizons and thinking beyond, I'm not in the manufacturing industries, so that doesn't apply to me. 
that thinking beyond part that you just brought up too, that's a that's a hallmark of positive thinking hmm. because it's expansive. Oh. So if you think about any life life living organism mm-hmm. looks for a life-giving source. Right. Right. So if you think about flowers, sunflowers in particular, because it's a great analogy, they turn toward the sun. Yeah. Because it's a life-giving source. Sure. And then what do they do? They, they bloom. grow mm-hmm. and they thrive, right? Mm-hmm. And when you turn toward something that is positive and you're doing it a little bit, you know, you're kind of getting out of this traditional, it, it only benefits the business, what's in it for me, the right. business, then you actually get to look at things that will help you grow and thrive in ways you had not considered. And so that is one example um, of the movie theater, of the little things that you can do that inspires bigger things. So let's just say the movie theater was to put in recycling. Mm -hmm. They might get into a real good groove with that. People really like it. They use it. Maybe the next stop for them is to consider compostable materials if they're serving food, right? You can have compostable plates and even the little plastic cups, you know, Mm -hmm. all of that. Mm -hmm. And and one good thing starts to really build after another. Yeah, I love that. So when I'm hearing you talk about that, um, you know, being expansive in your Mm -hmm. thinking, I think about on the personal level, growth mindset versus fixed mindset. Mm-hmm. Is this sort of the business translation of, of those concepts? Yeah, in a cool. lot of ways it really is. And and why wouldn't it be? I mean, there's something for everyone in this new business paradigm. And mm-hmm. you know what? There have been a lot of other, and this is kind of what I was alluding to before, there have been a lot of really good paradigms that have helped businesses evolve, right? So we have that shareholder mindset. Okay, it was what it was. I'm I'm not yeah. commenting on it. <laughs> it right? Then is. you've got a growth mindset and you've got a human-centric mindset, a customer mindset, a knowledge mindset, right? Yeah. Because things change. And this is the next paradigm that we add to those hmm. those other paradigms, which is that of doing good and being a society builder. And what I love about it is there's something for everyone in it. Right, and, right. And, you know, um, anyone who's listened to us already know that Laura and I love to, to get in, pull apart these things. But we also are interested in what makes people tick. And when we've talked about Myers-Briggs before. Yeah. And there's um, a website out there that, um, it's, well, it's a company, and they have a website. It's called 16 Personalities. Yep, that's and my I, favorite. Right? I love it because they do such a great job of just categorizing everything. And when you take this mindset of a company can demonstrate concern for people and planet and yeah. still make a profit, there's something in that for everyone. Mm-hmm. So even in their categories, you know, you have the analysts, the sentinels, the diplomats. Mm-hmm. Um, the explorer. The explorer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank you. You know, there's something in it that everyone can take away. And I think that's part of the myth when you asked earlier, are you talking the people who are maybe in crisis or the people who they don't have anything like this? No, because they still think that this doing good is all about earthy, crunchy, Mm -hmm. tree hugging, right? And I don't even know why there's a negative connotation to that, but that's the way people present it, right? So it's actually a good thing. And no, it's not just for that group of people. Certainly, they are a lot of the the explorers who Mm -hmm. went out there and have been doing this work for 30 years. They were smart. They got it. Limited resources. Mm -hmm. People burning out. Hey, different way to do business, right? So I think that that's a big part of it. Yeah. So, Kelly, you and I share similar backgrounds where we both spent, like, years in corporate America. <laughs> and I'm just curious, you know, how did you – I always, I often say that a lot of the, like, the consulting for um, 
for culture or even just work with leaders and especially new leaders, a lot of the expertise comes from bad experiences. Yes. You know, my work mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. not so great cultures, working mm-hmm. for not so great leaders and really helping people kind of shape a different way of leading and a different way of having a culture. Is that similar for you? Like, how did you arrive at this concept of the positive business after your years in corporate America? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Great question. (laughs) And for me, it's about finding balance and things. So I tell people, you know, if I'm doing a speaking engagement or something, because you can drone on and on about your background, but I always <laughs> say that I've worked in boom and bust economies. Mm-hmm. I've worked with, um, or actually for cooperative and contentious clients. Mm. And I've worked alongside helpful and hurtful colleagues. Hmm. So for me, it was really about striking a balance in there yeah. because some of those situations make you grow a little bit and yep. look at things differently. But what I I found and my roles have functional roles have always been in new business development client services or marketing so I just kind of have a natural desire to bring out the best in a company Mm. and and that's what I'm trying to do with with this as well but I think I saw in those opportunities and the experiences that I had there wasn't always a balance between those things and many times especially in, in client services what I found was, geez, with a lot of these clients, we're spending too much time squabbling over fees or the scope of services. We're not really accomplishing anything. Mm-hmm. And I was very frustrated by that because I like to make an impact, right. right? I like to see something through to fruition and you would get started. And then for whatever reason, you know, the client team would change. And so they would bring in their own people or the budget would dry up, mm-hmm. you know, just things like that, that were really not in any one person's control. Maybe they were but like the ripple down effect was we didn't get to finish the good work that we were starting to do right right that was very frustrating to me and then sure you know there was also a a period of time where I felt that personally to bring it back to your work Mm -hmm. I wasn't being valued for the things I value most about myself yeah and I thought well why would I come in here every day and continue to do this when it is not a value here Mm -hmm. it's not recognized and and what I found through my work with other clients is it was valued by others so you know I didn't have to go to the mountain and really break myself down and and come back up again Mm -hmm. but I did have to say where are you putting your energy? Yeah. And you have to put your energy where you can make an impact. Mm. So I love that. And I think in a lot of a lot of teams, people talk about getting uh, people in the right seat on the bus. It's kind yes, of like, you know, getting know yourself that. in the right yes, seat on yes, the bus. Like yes. this company and I don't align in our values mm-hmm. and the things that are important to me are not valued mm-hmm. here. They're not important to this company. So let me put myself in a position where... What is Where important I can to flourish, me? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, I, I had Your to life learn to turn source. to the sun. Right, I love exactly. That. And oh. the sun was not there, and that's not to say it's not good for other people. You know, we know that plants and, and trees they they thrive in all different environments. Mm-hmm. But for me, I really needed to feel the sun on my face, mm-hmm. and I wasn't getting that. And I do think that that's also we talk a lot about what business leaders can do. Um, you know, a growing interest of mine though is what do you as an individual do? You mm. know, like you know. At some point, you have to say, excuse me, I'm on the wrong bus, right? And you do have to hop off. And sometimes you can stay and and make either incremental change or a lot of change, you know? And it all depends on the the company that you're working for. But if you're not bringing the best of who you are to work, it's a lost opportunity, not only for yourself, in, in my humble opinion, it's a lost opportunity for the world. The markets that you serve. Okay, so the world yeah. is really big, but that's the way I look at things. <laughs> I'm the big thinker, right? Um, but 
it's it's a lost opportunity for your company. It's a lost opportunity for the markets that you serve. It's a lost opportunity for your colleagues. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, um, you impact other people every day. So you right. should be bringing the best of who you are. And that should be valued at the very least, mm-hmm. if not rewarded also. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. And I think, you know, you have to... To turn and face the sun as a company or to, to go out and implement these positive business practices as a company, you do have to advocate for yourself. And it mm-hmm. does filter down to the individual level. You know, if you feel that you're in the wrong seat on the bus, then say something to your leader. And right. hopefully you're in a company that changes that and you are able to find something that does align right. more. And in many values. cases you can. Yeah. Right. It just it was not my path. Yeah. Um, but I do think that there are on both sides. So there are employees and team members who want to do good and learn and grow. And there are lots of business leaders who want their teams to learn and grow Mm -hmm. and they want to innovate for all the right reasons. And I don't also want to camouflage the fact that what I'm doing through the, the positive business is a very contemporary way to help business leaders attract and retain the, the people that mm-hmm. they want, whether that's employees or clients, grow their revenue mm-hmm. and innovate. Right. And, you know, innovate's a word that I like to pull apart all the time because what does that even mean? Right. Inventive and resourceful yeah. and experimental. And so these this is a really expansive way to look at things instead of just saying, well, here's what we've always done. And you know, are you and I we hate that. that. <laughs> um, but to say... Well, what if we were innovating for the end user? What if we were innovating for our employees, Mm -hmm. right? Now, lots of more opportunities. Lots of more opportunities. Lots of more opportunities arise. Yes, that's a true statement. (laughs) True story. And you heard it here first. Um, (laughs) But a lot of opportunity then becomes available for companies that are trying new things. And that is where we see things like the disruptive technology mm-hmm. and business models like Uber and Airbnb and all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I think that the more that you can kind of think in a positive way, mm-hmm. think not just for yourself, but for others and it, and it's, and also for others, it's really not, it's not exception. You're not saying, Oh, and I've had people say, what are you, what are you trying to say, Kelly? Do you mean we should just be a nonprofit organization? No, nope, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that you absolutely can have an ambition for profits, but you can also think about the things you do in the context of all of the people essential to your success. Hmm. And when you start to look through those lenses, when you start to walk a couple miles in those moccasins, you will find new products and services. You will find new ways of bringing out the best in a team yeah. that just are not available to you when you're just saying, well, this, we've done the charts, we've done the analysis, mm-hmm. right? You've had this whole data-driven decision as opposed to a data-supported decision. But when you just look at it through the company lens of, well, if we develop this, we can sell X and that's good for right. our pockets. Uh, it's pretty narrow. Yeah, it's kind of old, old outdated thinking. Mm. Well, Kelly, thank you for expanding our horizons today. Um, our listeners can find Kelly at doinggoodbusiness.com and at thepositivebusiness.com. Yes. Anything exciting that you want to share? Anything that you want people to just kind of have as their takeaway or be on the lookout for? Yeah. Um, thanks, Laura. Um, this year, I am launching the What If You Could Workshop. Ooh. And this is... Talk about expansive thinking. Exactly. And this is really about breaking through the burden of business as usual. It's kind of what I I've been alluding to here. I love that. So there's always something that a company hopes or wishes or the people within the company, they're like, you know, if we could only do this Mm. or wouldn't it be great if, and what I want to do is help those company leaders learn 
how to do that. And so awesome. it's a four-step framework. And of course, it's aligned to this mindset of concern for people and planet can coexist with an ambition for profits. And it's tailored for each company. So um, you can go to thepositivebusiness.com and learn more about the What If You Could workshop there. And I'm also doing um, some speaking engagements around that for awesome. associations or networking groups that want to learn a little bit more about it. This would be a great entree for them to just start thinking differently. Awesome. So we'll link to all of that in the show notes. If you are in the Philadelphia area, obviously contact Kelly through the positive business and uh, bring her in to help expand the mindset of your business. Thanks so much, Kelly. Thank you, Laura. I've really appreciated being on the show today. Great having you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And we would love to hear from you. Send your comments, your questions, suggested topics to podcast at doinggoodbusiness.com. If you'd like, visit our website of the same name, doinggoodbusiness.com. Remember, you can always rate and review us wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. Feel free to share it. Until next time, we encourage you to take one small step toward doing good business.